these guys here told me to tell you that's episode 89. Welcome to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Ultimate Deck Podcast. Helping you keep your finger firmly pressed on the decking industry, the people in it, and the information you need to master the backyard. And now, and now. host of the Ultimate Deck Podcast, Shane Chapman. We're going to have to get that intro redone because... You're super consistent in being here now. We need to add your name into it. Yeah. When we had that done, it was like... Oh, yeah. It was sometimes Justin, sometimes you, sometimes just me. It was like, well, I'm the only consistent one here. I'm putting my name in it. Nobody else. He now, won't even know. Now. I'm just going to do my name and he yeah. won't even know. Yeah, exactly. And now it's like Wade's been here for like 40 straight. So he doesn't listen to him either. So. Time to spend the, another $5 and get a new one done. <laughs> seems, seems like this guy's maybe sticking around. I uh. can't shake him. Uh. <laughs> Um, yeah, in case everybody's wondering, Fiverr.com. Five dollars. That's where I, well, Almost. it wasn't actually five bucks. Here's the thing about Fiverr.com. Everything <laughs> starts at five dollars, <laughs> ends up at like $80. Regardless, I feel like even at That's the, like whatever selling was, decking. Yeah. I'm here for the pressure treated. Even though we yeah, had yeah. whatever <laughs> it was, $68, something like that, it was still worth it. Great little, great little intro we got there we now. We're still using it today. Yeah, we've it's been we've paid like a dollar fifty per play on that now. See, cost has come way down, way down. Cost per wear. Did you used to have you ever watched the What Not to Wear TV show? What Not to Wear. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you watch that? I used to. Yeah, yeah. Stacy, you're talking about. Stacy always talked about cost per wear. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can do that for a deck. It's pretty you good. Do that too. It's a pretty good cost per wear on that. Shane's like, intro. what? Are you guys talking? Yeah, he watches shows that nobody <laughs> is that else how they would either? justify like, oh, this this blazer here is eight hundred dollars, but yeah. if I wear it four times, that's then right. it's only two hundred dollars. Correct, exactly. One. I see. Oh, oh speak. <laughs> <laughs> One. Take that long. I don't, I don't, okay. One. How are we going to keep track of that? <laughs> um, speaking of well dressed men, Kevin in here says, "I'm here for the pressure treated." Oh, let me show you the composites. Yeah, the upsell from five dollars to sixty-eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, um, premium. What is it? This is the guy who wanted to count your corrects. Premium yards and garages says he kind of misses the old hamster dance theme song. Oh, we should do that one. We should get that on here. That one. That's how you should have started this episode. Yeah. Maybe we could start one hundred. Let's just let's pause this and start over. Okay, well, um, I pattern. guess I don't remember which buttons where, but I think it's time. Well, it's Shower Beats fighting dude. <laughs> nope. Treasure trails. Uh, I think it's the blue one. Just so you know, Mom, I'm working on something very, very big, very important. You're going to be very proud. It's the worldly news. The worldly news. Worldly you know, news. Um, the guy who recorded that one before we did that was actually, we tried to get Justin back on here. Old Justin from. <laughs> He's like, like, yeah, cool. Nope. I'm yeah. out. See you later. <laughs> no, he he was actually was interested. He popped in last week and was like, hey, so can we do that podcast? I was like, ooh, shoot. Uh, we actually we actually got a guy already, but maybe next week. But he's working today. So, What? Oh, yeah. It's a long weekend. Remember how he left this job so you don't have to work Saturdays anymore? Yep. Working Saturdays. That's fine. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's the headline. Okay. Number one, yeah. glitch blamed for Mickey Mouse signing tax refund checks. What? Rhode what? Island state officials said that a technical glitch was to blame. Technical glitch was to blame for 176 tax refund checks being mailed out, bearing the signatures of Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney. That's awesome. 
I yeah, I would like to get one. Yeah, I'd make the yeah, check right? even better getting that back. I don't like. I don't know how that happens. Why? Why Mickey Mouse would even be like a saved signature that was going on to these things? But whatever, that's fun. Yeah, that's all it says. Okay. Okay, this one's not really like funny or odd, but. Did you guys hear that Donald Trump is trying to ban TikTok? Yes. Yet yeah. Again, officially. Yep. Yeah. I did see that. So, and then I also heard that they're they're now like Microsoft is apparently trying to buy it right now. And yeah, I think this is. I think all that's happening here is that we've talked about this before. I think the U.S. is pissed that TikTok's not owned by an American company, and mm-hmm. they're going to do whatever they can to diminish its it? value unless like to force a sale on it. Who bite, owns it? Bite dance. It's a China. Like, it's Hong Kong, I think. Where's Hong Kong? Well, it's a big difference. It's a big difference. Is it actually Hong Kong? I've yeah. never heard them say it's, it's a, like it's a Hong, Hong Kong. Kong based company. Oh yeah. So all the that data all the, Trump off. all the data is oh, supposedly yeah. safe cuz that's what that's their big claim, right? Or they're just hoping the dumb American president doesn't know where anything about Hong Kong. Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. No, no, it's okay. It's in Hong Kong. It's in, uh, <laughs> he knows oh, it's not in the U.S. He knows oh, that much. Okay. Well, it's going to be banned. So that's the, and he says like they're talking about today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's like by Saturday this afternoon. <laughs> by Saturday. Yeah, but it's a long weekend. You won't be ticking Maybe nothing. Not, not in the states. It's not. Right? No, it's Saskatchewan Day. Only in Canada, it's holidays. True. Is it a holiday in the U.S. on Monday? No. I don't no, I doubt so. it. But is it Saskatchewan Day? I'm pretty sure it's on Saskatchewan Monday. Day. It's like I'm a made-up made holiday. Well, my guess is it's probably not even in all of Canada then. Yeah. No, it's a long weekend. It's like... The other guys celebrate us too? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all celebrate Saskatchewan they Day. They like made-up things too. <laughs> so, stupid Guinness World Records. Teen solves Rubik's Cube, Rubik's Cube while on a pogo stick for the Guinness World <gasps> Record. That would be so hard. Betcha he's a smash hit with the ladies. Oh, probably. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? What are you doing over here? I don't know. Is he trying to get the <laughs> Simcoe News? Or like I, I did look up the Simcoe I News. I just went on his phone <laughs> since we started. and it's, I'm like, I'm waiting for him to chime in with. So in Alberta, in Alberta, it's called Heritage Day this oh, weekend. Oh, there you go. It's like, it, it's across Canada. It's a long weekend. August long weekend in Canada is a thing. Okay. Yeah, and they just and they make just, it up. Yeah, it was just made up. It was like, we have. Here's another one. Call it what you will. Yeah, and we like we were super not creative. We need so many um, holidays. I don't know. It's our day, so yeah, Saskatchewan day. How long do you guys think it took that kid to solve a Rubik's cube while on a pogo stick? Seventeen seconds. Mm, Twenty minutes. Sixteen point seven one zero seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen seconds? Yeah. While on a pogo stick. I rounded. It was sixteen point seven. That's seventeen. <laughs> That's what you were gonna say. Nailed it. That I don't know what's I'm more less impressed. I'm less <laughs> impressed by his pogo skills at this point. Because <laughs> yeah. sixteen seconds is not very long to spend on a pogo stick. No, not at all. Apparently it's uh Terry Fox Day in Manitoba. Yeah, okay. What? We couldn't do that in Saskatchewan. Too many people would be offended, so we just picked Saskatchewan Day. Yeah. Doesn't he have a day? No. No, he's got a run. He has a run. A race. Well, I know he's got a Is it a race? Run. I don't think it's a race. <laughs> I don't know if it's a race either. 
<laughs> like races a little. That's kind of like a skip along. Doesn't take very long. Mind you, the last time you would have done it would have been in elementary school, and everything's a race. Yep. Right? You want to be the fast kid. <laughs> if you're fast, you're cool. In yeah, elementary that's right. School, right? Yeah. You ain't cool I, unless you fast. Oh, I wasn't very cool in elementary school. I either. wasn't the coolest kid in elementary either. Nope. No. So I got one more if you guys want it. Okay. Yeah. First of all, I went to school with Udvak Udum. You didn't have a chance. Not fair. Hamstring the dude is like her. a Saskatchewan oh, track okay, athlete yeah. from Nigeria. He's like, that's the only reason he came here was so he could smoke everyone and get yeah, on a good yeah. team. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Estevan, Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There was no Googling back then. There was no way it happened that way. But anyways, he was ridiculous. He was fast. Okay. Is there more? I have one more if you want it. Yeah, I do. When was the last time you actually used a pogo stick? When's going to be the first time, time I'm going to use a pogo stick? Probably about the same time I was using those devil sticks. Do you remember those things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Have you pogoed? Nope. Okay. But I watched a contest two weeks ago. So... Like on a ESPN nine or something. Holy God! Bring back football. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching crappy sports. So we're over at a That's friend's. Not a sport. We're over at a friend's house for uh, just like a birthday, like snacks and drinks Pogoing. and whatever. And we're in the garage, and there's a pogo stick leaning against the wall. And one of the kids, <laughs> one of the kids, comes over and was like, "Hey, I got a pogo stick." And I was like, "What's it rated for?" I don't know what it was. It was like 110 pounds or something. So I was like, phew, off the hook. I don't have to embarrass myself here. <laughs> but then JJ and Roberta, so they're like elementary school friends. They met each other in kindergarten and then have grown up competing since then. They've competed in mm. high school badminton and basketball. And they're like, they are fiercely competitive against each other. So out comes a pogo stick. And they started like trying to jump on the pogo stick. It ended 110 pounds, babe. Easy. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like there was some engineering. And I thought you could go a little more. So um, it ended at eight. And each, that's how I they, died. Each of them bounced eight times. The whole thing stopped because Roberta fell. <laughs> of course. On a pogo stick. Surprise, surprise. Somebody has this on video. Slipped. Nope. How? <laughs> mm, maybe they do. Stacy does, but she was pro sworn to secrecy to never share this. Landed on her back, just about, just about hit her head on the concrete. She was wearing a sundress, dress up over her whole shoulders, just like boom, down she goes. But she was wearing shorts, like she knew she was gonna pogo stick. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, she Anyways. knew. This is all set up. Mm. So then, story lost a lot of clout right there. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, they report back. So JJ wore flip-flops there, right? Didn't have real shoes. The arches of her feet were so bruised she couldn't walk the next day. <laughs> and when Roberta fell down, she like the the feet part, the pedals hit the back of her legs. And so the back of her legs <laughs> like had black bruises across them. Anyways, pogo sticks are super dangerous as an adult. Uh, apparently. I right, take it back. I want to watch this on TV. <laughs> <laughs> it was like pogo stick boing, competition. Boing, boing, and then all of a sudden it was like BAM! Crash. To hell with football. I've never seen anything that entertaining in a football Roberta's game. husband comes over. It was like after she fell and just about hit her head, it was like, okay, and we're done with this for now. Yeah. It's like Took the pogo stick, not the booze. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it wasn't the alcohol's this, problem. None of this shit happens sober. <laughs> Speaking of alcohol, Twitter came with a new hashtag. If 2020 were an alcoholic drink, what would it be? Tequila. Oh. Ooh. 
Well, we could have some fun with this. So the first one was moonshine brewed in a prison toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's tequila. That's what that is. It's the same that's thing. That's tequila. Ugh. You guys yeah, got, that's do Carly. Do you guys have any? Carly's in here. I moonshine? have a bunch. Yeah. Well, no, not moonshine. Do you I have any ideas? Like the rustiest nail. The rustiest of nails. It's a tetanus shot, which you have after you have a rusty nail. <laughs> it would be a water bottle filled with vodka, but you were told it's water. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Has <laughs> that happened to you a few times, right? <laughs> yeah, it's always on the nightstand, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Need water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No parties ended right beside my bed. Apparently, <laughs> when you have you ever <laughs> read those memes about when you're like you play pranks on yourself, and so like <laughs> so drunk you fills a glass of vodka up and lays it on the nightstand, and then you wake up in the morning you're like, oh sweet, I left myself water. Yeah, <laughs> take a drink. You're like, oh, I'm such an asshole. <laughs> uh, that makes me want to gag right now. Yes. Uh, it would be the kind they set on fire, but the fire never gets extinguished and burns the whole bar down. Yep. Mm. It's been a special year. Purell on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty funny. Uh, it would definitely be orange juice and vodka following the brushing of teeth. Yep. Yeah. Also not good. Lumberjacks Danny in here says a horrible fake shot because you're expecting something good, but it doesn't even get you drunk. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yep. It's not over yet either. Halfway. There's still time. There's, There's still, still time, time for it to get worse. Shots, 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 <laughs> shots, shots, shots. Let's go. Okay. I we've... would love to drink this year away. Yeah. So for different reasons, though. I was like, I've been trying. I've been, it's, <laughs> seems like it's, it's 8 o'clock. I mean, we can start whenever you want. Anyway, today we've got Scott Kelly back for part three. <laughs> <laughs> of still on, framing. Ongoing series. God, we somehow ran out of time last week because the sun went down. I woke up this morning and was thinking about this podcast and was like, I want to talk more about steel framing. I truly believe this is <laughs> And it was, I'm not even joking. I was like, I truly believe this is what we should be focusing on. And then I was like, I don't know how anybody could listen to more of that stuff. But I'm super interested in it. A bunch of people are saying they're listening to it twice. So I, I talked so, to... It was actually really good, even I from my perspective. Two contractors this week about it and both contractors in the store said god i wish you guys would have pitched me steel framing at the start of the year because i would have done it yeah and so this who's this matt from one oak okay he's building a deck on let's go on the house i told him we would sell Does him he listened to the podcast nope but i was talking to it about it in the store and so he was frustrated that he couldn't get two by eights and blah blah, blah and like there was a bunch of stuff and i was like dude lumber's going through the roof steel's still the same it's way easier to work with. I just, we did a podcast. I talked to a guy. He's like giving us a bunch of tips and tricks. Let's do it. And so Matt, the project that he's working on, the deck is going to be like $30,000. And he just said, what's 34? What's 30? I said 35, but same, like same difference. And Matt was like, they would have absolutely done it. This guy's building the house. It is his forever home. And mm-hmm. he's spending like he has, he will die in the house. So is it built? Yeah. It's all framed and they've got decking on it already. Let's see. It was that. Oh, Shane, got, Shane got really sad there. It yeah, was the Mills project. Why are, we, why are we talking like it's over? Like, so then <laughs> I said to Matt, I was like, hey, on your next one, come talk to us when you're designing it and let's like let's put a steel frame on one of your houses. And he was like, Yep, I'm in. Let's what's, do it. What's the like um like the breaking point, the tipping point for steel? Like how big does the deck have to be where it makes 
total sense to just go with steel. Well, I feel like Scott kind of touched on that, but it wasn't, there was no, there was no answer. There was no number. It was like, if, you know, if if you're trying to achieve a certain amount of span and you, by using steel, don't need a second beam or something, then right away it's like, yeah, that, then there, but that doesn't necessarily mean hundred square feet or 300 square feet Mm. or whatever. It's more the shape maybe of the deck than anything. Spans you're trying to cover maybe. Um, for me, it's kind of like a dollar value. I think as soon as you get to 20,000, it's just like, now it's easy. Now it's an easy sell. So there's that too, I think, right? Like, but right. in sheer scale, it's easier to swallow the premium on a large project than it is on a small project. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I don't know. It's all perspective. I guess those higher budgets might always consider it because it's not like it might be 10% more on the overall project, even though the steel itself is like, you know, two, two and a half times, maybe depending on what system you're using, mm-hmm. it might not be, but even if it was, mm-hmm. But the framing is also the cheapest part of the deck to begin with. So on a $20,000 deck, you've probably only got $3,500 of framing. Yep. Right? Like it's probably 10 or 15% of the, of the job. So if it's $20,000 or $23,500, mm. you're, not, you're not going from like unaffordable to affordable. It's, you know, you're still talking to the right people. Yep. So, and, but and the benefits of it, as we discussed last week, are, are numerous. So yep. it's an easy, to me, and after talking to Scott, I'm like, that's an easy sell. I was any just watching uh, Jason Russell this morning and he, like, he's got a video in his stories about like him and his four guys lifting a beam up and they got like a beam jack and all this stuff. <laughs> I commented on it was like, dude, I really think you should start considering steel. Like the amount of time you're spending on this is like, you should do steel. Well, and like, so my, my another- new plan is to just comment on all of his posts and be like, with steel, you wouldn't have had to do that. With steel, you wouldn't <laughs> have to do that. From a contractor's perspective, if you want to build those really big projects, be exclusive in steel because you've already pre-qualified your clients. Yep. Egg. Jeez. See, well, it's like I'm learning this stuff. Side. Come sit on this side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pull a chair up to the table, son. <laughs> <laughs> let's, yeah. let's get this guy in here. Um, uh, yeah. Simcoe says he's talked with Trex Fortress and Bailey. Yeah, Bailey stopped by our store a couple of years ago and we see them at the show uh, WRLA from time to time and they, they're kind of they, even a couple of years ago they were trying to um, they, were, they were starting to talk to deck guys obviously like us yep. about using their steel framing for decks or whatever and it wasn't a system yet per se but it sounds like I've seen they're, they're starting to brand it a bit as a system now so let's do it they have stuff too now I guess not yeah. a big name in the decking industry right now but a big name in the steel industry so and Matt's, Matt's going to have to change his name from One Oak if he's going to start working with steel exclusively yeah. Yeah. To what? Gunmetal. <laughs> that would fit him, actually. <laughs> like I was going to say one metal, but then I was like, whoa. Big beard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a graphic looking dude. So. What do you got for other comments in there? It seemed like there was a few in there. Yeah, but it was all junk. Oh, oh. junk. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, what do we got here? Hopefully Bryce. Simcoe spent all week looking into steel framing. Yeah. His wife approves. Um, no, that's it. They were just talking. About, oh, oh, I know. So they were talking about shots, but I read those ones. So there was a comment here on uh, Bailey is pre-cut and ready to go, um, says Simcoe. Uh, the Edmonton Eskimos Football Club. Somebody wants to know if we have some any input into what the new name should be. So here we go. After years and years of the Cleveland Indians and the Washington Redskins and the Atlanta Edmonton, Braves, Atlanta Braves Edmonton, Edmonton Eskimos. Eskimos. Oh, and you teams. know who else? Uh, it's happening. North and Dakota Fighting Sioux had to change their name a few years ago, too. Did they? The hockey team. So yeah. nice. Wasn't the, like, Balfour or Redmond or something in Regina, did that happen? Did they change? I don't think they that changed. That was in the news, though. like, a couple of years ago or last or year or something. They? About I don't, know. I don't know. But 
Uh, I, I got to be honest with Balfour Redmond. I never put two seconds into thinking what Redmond actually meant. And it's like, until that came out and I was like, oh, oh is, that yeah. what, is that what it's, <laughs> is that what it's supposed to be? Yeah. Change that shit. <laughs> anyway. Um, seems so, like that's a little more offensive than actually like the fighting Sue, which is, you know what I mean? Right on. Yeah, exactly. That's not, it's not degrading in any way. No. There's for sure a fine line with some of these names between like being a bit degrading and, and being a source of like pride. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. like the fighting Sue, like, I like I am in no position to say whether that's offensive or not. It's not. It's not my heritage being sure you are. All the people that are there. actually fighting this, it's not their heritage either. So you you're in a perfect yeah. position to do this. <laughs> Fair enough. Go ahead and put your. I'm two not cents offended in. by the Irishman on on Notre Dame or Boston Celtics. Some person thing. yesterday was joking Irishman. in the store and was just like, "Oh, sorry about." He said one of the decks was dirty. He was like, "That deck right there is pretty dirty." And then he was like, "Continued on." And then he turned and looked at me and was like. <gasps> Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to offend you. And I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> I was you wondering actually, why you slapped that dude in the mouth. I was like, <laughs> I was like what's that all about? You can't offend me. I was like, my wife's been trying for years. Nothing, like, I'm not offended ever about anything. <laughs> so, Edmonton Eskimos. So, they're a CFL team, Canadian Football League team. They have now announced that they're now known as the Edmonton Football Team until further notice. Sweet. Until they find a new name. I heard that uh, they like interviewed a bunch of like Inuit, Inuit, and they were like, "Sounds good, yeah, leave the name." So that's leave the, it. That's the problem with a lot of the stuff. It's not. It's certainly not unanimous that you know Native Americans or Inuit or whoever. It's not unanimous. Some of them do find pride in the name. It seems from the surveys you see or from the media um, interviews that they're doing. It's just a really loud, vocal, select number of people, right? And to your point, there's this whole cancel culture of people that probably ha- like are are not even those, right? It's the silliest thing. It, it's We've a bunch of it's a bunch of Antifa white kids seeing something they can jump on and force corporate Canada or corporate America to change the way they're doing things, and that's that's what they live for now. But because I know, like they recently too, they did show they were interviewing a couple um, Inuit ladies on, and they're like, I don't. We're not, we're certainly not offended by the name. Like, it's kind of sad to see it go, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but, like, we kind of get it, I guess. Like, we, we were comfortable with that name. Now we're, people refer to us as Enoch. And it's like, so we, like, we're not called Eskimos anymore. So I guess I can see how it would be offensive, but we're certainly not offended. Right. Anyway, so regardless of who's offended or who, whatever, the teams decided to change the name because they had a couple sponsors that were threatening to pull their sponsorship and money talks. Mm-hmm. Money talks more mm-hmm. than people's feelings, apparently. It's like, so, n- what do you call them now? Edmonton Trailer Parks. <laughs> okay. Nobody in a trailer park's offended. Probably. Not yet. Yeah, I I, longevity here, Wade. Who, who was the sponsor? Let's just call them that. Let's just, like, the Edmonton... Like who? Rogers? Rogers was no, going to pull it? it wasn't Rogers. I can't remember who it was. It wasn't like... TSN? It was honestly so. a sponsor where I looked at it and we're like, let him go. Like, who gives a <laughs> shit? Like, why do they think they've got some sort of leverage in this scenario? Because they're throwing like a couple, toilet hundred, paper or couple hundred thousand dollars to have their name mentioned a few times it's a year. Like, get out of here. Some local, like, home builder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Edmonton J-Man or something. Yeah. <laughs> Settle down. You build, like, you build 200 houses a year. Yeah. So I don't know what they're going to call themselves. They are, they have this whole like city. Oh, Boston of, Pizza. Boston Pizza was a sponsor. That was one of them, but there was one before that. I think Boston Pizza was the second one that kind of jumped in and said, yeah, us too. Yeah, sweet. So Edmonton and Pizza Men. Yeah. 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 
Or pe- Edmonton, Edmonton overpriced pizza. Yeah. Pizza people. You pizza know, people. Because there's probably a, <laughs> yeah, likely a girl on the team somewhere. So Edmonton people. Edmonton pizza people. People, yeah. Do that. Pizza yeah, people. I don't mind that one at all. I can see them trying to go down that path of trying to claim that they're still champions in some capacity because <laughs> it's literally the signs going into Edmonton say the city of champions and they haven't won anything mm. in like... Especially s- as the pizza people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But they'd be winning just changing their name to that. Yeah. That'd be the first step to <laughs> a victorious people. team. So, anyways, when's the last time the Oilers won a game? Last week they <laughs> beat the Flames. But when's yeah? When's the last time Remember, they we were in we were in Saskatoon and Fraser was, was like pouty pants. He wouldn't talk after ten o'clock because yeah. the Oilers laid a little beat down on the Flames. <laughs> Pretty loud before the puck dropped. Yeah. Where are they playing now? Where they're yeah. playing in Edmonton. It's one of the hub cities. Oh, really? Edmonton's a hub city and Toronto's a hub city. JJ was telling me a story last night that one of the hockey players in Edmonton <clears throat> went to a strip club, like broke out of the community that they're like, they're supposed to be on lockdown. <laughs> I could have wrote that headline before it happened. Like, I could have been like, yeah, I thought they'd break them in. But anyways, so he leaves. Nope. You don't want to bring the COVID in. Yeah, gets right. caught. Guess what his excuse was. Guess. What? He really liked the chicken wings. So he went there. No way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really had a hankered for chicken wings. It's part of my pregame. How is that? Why does he think that that's that? The, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. So we thought you were just going to strip, watch some strippers. But no, if you no, were no, going no. for some wings, that's understandable. That's worth the risk. Like, <laughs> like what? I really no, 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 no. I was I promise I wasn't going to look at girls. I was going for the wings, chicken wings. I was hungry. Going with your eyes closed. So good. Jeez. Anyways, the reason that's so funny is I used to eat chicken wings and then I would at strip. I ones? would have an upset stomach when I oh. came home from hockey and I would I would be like, I'd be puking. And she'd be like, Why are you Why are you puking? I was like, Oh, chicken wings. Oh, I went to the strip club. Ugh. Nope. You know what I thought was genius? Actually, somebody, somebody, a few people had said that the Edmonton Football Club should change your name to the Edmonton 39ers in honor of one of the players or in something. I don't know if anything happened in 39, but because if you switch, if you reverse their logo, it says 39. <laughs> so all they have to do is, is just turn the stickers the other way on all their helmets. Like put this on this side. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, there you go. We just saved you a million dollars in rebranding your entire organization. I can't imagine that they're going to really stray too far from the coloring or the prob- potentially even the logo. They they're might probably chew. coming up with an, another E, right? Yeah. You'd have to think. eels and then it'll sure. keep it all. If it's in eels, the yeah. furthest thing away from elephants. Edmonton. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are some, what else do you use? Edmonton E. I don't know. Empanadas. Emus. 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 The Edmonton emus. emus. The Edmonton Donaires was suggested in here. Uh, Lumberjack's daddy Elevates. also said that, of course, it would take a global pandemic to allow the Bombers to keep the title for two years. Oh. <laughs> they finally win it, and then... <laughs> it was started by Winnipeg, likely. 40 more years COVID was likely that. started by Winnipeg. Probably. That's why they have the least amount of cases. Yeah, okay. Well, because for a while, it, they were pooping in planters at the mall for the longest time. So in that's Winnipeg? Not, yeah, now whoever is doing it is pooping on the playgrounds here in Regina now. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, edamame. Yeah, Edmonton edamame. There yeah. you go. I don't know what they're going to come up with. But you know what I wish they would do, though? Because Washington's done this, too. Washington Redskins have also renamed themselves to the Washington Football Club. Pick a name. Let's all be football clubs. Let's go. How long are we going to call ourselves? Like, don't yeah. change the name until you've got a new name, I guess is my point. It's like, oh, but it's 
it's offensive, so you have to get rid of it. You knew it was offensive yeah, in exactly. the last You've known it. 80 years, yeah, exactly. and you were okay. What's the rush? Like, get a new name first, well, then it's change really it. only been the last four or five years that people have been offended by these things. Fair. Well, I don't know if that's true. I feel like the Washington's been the, under the fire more than anybody. Sure. Okay. What's the topic today? I don't know. Let's just end it. What? 33 minutes. Okay. <laughs> What's 33 minutes? That's How long have this enjoyment's been going on? Maybe oh. a little less. 28 minutes. 28. TV's been going. Uh, okay. Uh, we provided so much value last week that there's a lull. <laughs> like every graph no dips. Value. This is the dip. <laughs> what we were going to talk about today, it's so good that we started off with what drink is 2020 because what, what we're talking about today is the year thus far from a dealer's perspective. We're on the dealer side of things. Um, I think we're in a good situation where we understand the contractor side, which is a lot of our listeners as well, because we were contractors. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is going to be more like how this year has gone from a dealer's perspective with the hopes that we can help shed some light to some of the contractors on what's happening and why, like they're just rolling up to lumberyards with nothing on the ground. And I don't know. I And I, maybe also for the homeowners that like, there's the odd person that listens to this, right? But yeah, some people need to hear this because they, they're getting frustrated with, like places like ours or whatever. And it's like, it's completely out of our control, but we're just going to kind of share a little bit about um, how the year's gone from start to finish this year. It's been a wild ride. There was reasons to drink at the start, reasons to drink at the end. They were the opposite. <laughs> Re- opposite reasons. Same drink. Same, 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 same yeah. drink. Same the drink. rustiest of nails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was having a tetanus shot in March. <laughs> yeah. So you want to open this up? How, like, so this year is a bit of a, <laughs> bit of Bit of a different one for us too, because we we had a a whole bunch of plans we were doing over the winter before we knew that uh, this whole thing was going to happen. Um, but anyways, we over the winter we had made the decision not over the winter, but over the winter we were uh, yeah we made the we decision on the decision last summer right to open summer our fall. second location and to move our first location to a new building. That's the stupidest thing we've done, and to but start a new website and to change our POS system. And to hire new managers. That was the best thing we did. And to, yeah, we, there, we had a whole you know lot of things in our plate. We're in year time. four, and it was like, let's completely rebuild the company. Edmonton Empire, says Carly. I think that one has a, that's when one's been thrown around. That has a legit shot. Because they already kind of referred to themselves as the Empire. Like, mm-hmm. But I, I, I've talked about that one too and saying that that's an awfully colonial sounding name too. And somebody will have an issue with that name too. But anyway. So, we bit off more than we could chew. I think, and I think the fact that still talking about chicken wings. Neither of our stores are finished. I think is a, is a perfect example of that. So yeah, um, but I think we did some things right. I think it was the right time to go to Saskatoon. I think bringing those people on board with us was a great decision. We needed to we needed to add to the team. That's for sure. We yeah we we had. We had scaled ourselves to beyond just Wade and Shane running this with a few summer students. Yep. That's for sure. Yeah. So, uh, um, but anyways, so then Mar- so we we crushed all winter. We were, people were like, what are you doing in the winter? Jeez, I, I ugh, dude, it's busier in the winter than it is in the summer. It really just like no year. customers, but yep. we were, were slammed trying to get this little stuff all figured out. And yeah, it's stressful because deadlines and everything else. But so anyways, we get this thing rolling. We're planning to open March 31st for both stores. And trying to get the website up at that time too. Developing the website in house, like just on just me and my computer. So it's like trying to open essentially three stores mm-hmm. um, by March thirty first with you and me and 
our yard guy from last year because yep, yeah. the other guy that was with us up until Christmas, we fired him. And then he yeah. saw an elevator was like, I'm going to step off. I've heard See the elevator is how you get up and climb the corporate ladder. Or so down. He, but he either went, way, I'm he doing left. it safely. See yeah. ya. <laughs> he left. So there was the three of us trying to do all this and like move a lumber yard and all this stuff. So anyways, March comes around. Home shows are getting closer because they happen in March. Mm-hmm. There was one in Regina about the third week March. There was one in Saskatoon the third week March and one in Saskatoon the fourth week March. And we were we were in for all three. And the plan was like, let's have the stores ready for these home shows and then do the home shows. And that's the coming out party. In Regina, we've been in that home show for four years prior. Yeah, um, no coming out party there. It was no just coming. like, just, that's part of the, you just do that. We were heading there to our same spot, same displays, everything. Saskatoon, however, was brand new. We had never done these shows before. We hadn't had a store in that city before. Um, so, and there was two of them. So that was the plan. That was the coming out party that was we were planning to do in Saskatoon. That was like how we were going to announce we were here. That was how we were going to get a bunch of leads and customers coming our way. It was like, we're going to talk to 15,000 people this week and then 15 more thousand people the next week. And then out of that, we'll have some traffic. Over. Closed the shows. Closed the shows. So we've talked Shot about this. plans to shit. <laughs> There's two ways to look at that. And at that time, we were still like trying to find the positives in it. We were stressing about having to do the show. We likely weren't going to be able to get the, the, the booth and the showroom done in Saskatoon. Right. But we had built the display here, most of it. Oh, yeah. Because we were Saskatoon. doing that smaller we one. We were doing here. a 10 by 20, right? Yeah. So it was like. So the booth in Saskatoon was going to be like, meh, it was going to be ho-hum. And the store wasn't going to be great either because we were going to be taken away from the store to be at the home shows. Or not eight. great as in not ready, you're saying? Correct. Yeah, yeah it wasn't going to be finished. Great. So it wasn't going to be, like, we were going to be gone for eight days at the home shows. And that, oh, yeah, those longer are valuable yeah. eight days or in like the store. like the move in and the show and then the move out and then the move, that was the stupid thing. And then the move back in and then the show and the move Anyways. out again. Probably a two-week commitment to get that all done. So that would have been... That would have been devastating to the store production in Saskatoon. Well, we would have, we would have lost those two weeks. Which, so then the idea that the stores were, uh, sorry, that COVID was like happening, trending in the right direction. We were worried we were actually going to pay all of the money to be at these home shows, and then the show would be half attended. Right. There was that fear for sure. So it's it like, like, okay, we're going to invest all of the time, all of the money, and we're going to get no return on this. Yeah. Because I nobody will show up. Nobody will show up. It would be like, oh boy. what? Now it's to the point, it's like, let's cancel the show. Like, let's. I want the show actually to be canceled now rather than half attended because yeah. that's the worst. That's the most work and the least payoff. Yeah. So cancel the show, give us our money back. We'll run some advertising. Try that. Yeah. So that happened, which was a blessing in disguise because we were mad that the home shows didn't happen, but it gave us an opportunity to get into the store and, and continue getting that space outfitted. Well, it was honestly a big relief when they did get canceled. Cause it was like, Oh, we've got so much shit to do here. Like, yeah. thank like in a way, thankfully we don't have to worry about this two week block now of, of yep. how we're going to do this, these shows, these three shows in, in one week. So epic stress, trying to get ready for it. Shows get canceled. Bit of some, a relief. And some relief. Let's go. Let's just buckle down here in these. Then these, it was, uh, then I started to panic. It was like, wait a second. If they close the show and people are being laid off and told not to come to work, what are we going to do with all of our inventory? Nobody has any money. How are we going to sell this? 
So then I went into like a pretty dark spot for a few days and was like, Shane, like we're, this is bad news bears, man. We're in trouble. Like we have a lot of product. And you were like, no, I, I think we'll be okay. Like, so then you spent a couple of days being the cheerleader, bringing me back up from the, from the well. Yeah. And that worked. I was then positive and was like, yep, here we go. And then you found the internet. Quit being so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you spent two or three days in a pretty bad no, spot what too. Tr- what triggered me as a millennial was <laughs> I, we had a big order that was lined up to another lumberyard. Yep. And it was a full truck of decking that we were going to sell to this other lumberyard. And that was going to happen in March. Mm-hmm. And just before it was about to happen... The town got shut down. Calgary mm-hmm. got shut down. Like they, they went to lockdown and that lumberyard called us and we're like, we have to cancel that order. We can't take that on right now. Like the city just got shut down. This year's gone. It's a write off. We can't take on this inventory. We have to cancel the order. And I, it wasn't until like I was, I'm a fairly optimistic, positive person. A lot of the time I don't let too much get me down. I, I'll have a bad day here and there, but I generally don't see a struggle that we can't get past because we've been for four years, we've been just solving problems and like somehow we've built That's this thing from is. nothing. Yeah. And so we've always managed to find a way, but that phone call from him made me go like, Oh shit. That was a lot of money. Do I need to be making these phone calls? Yeah. Cause this guy's been in the game a lot longer He's than us. He's a big operation. He's canceled his inventory. Is he canceling all? Sh- should we be canceling our inventory? And so then it went straight from like, working away in stores, giving me a great year. I wonder what this whole thing's going to mean, but yeah, good to go. And then like canceling that $100,000 order. Oh, like immediate panic on the phone, on the email machine. Hey, don't send these trucks. Don't send these trucks. Let us think this through this week. We need some time to figure out what this all means before we take on all this inventory. You got a million and a half dollars of inventory book to come and people are getting laid off of work. They're locked in their houses or whatever. And like, People are saying this is like months, years, like nobody knows how long it's going to last. Like we're, we can't do this. And, and then everybody, because because they're also scared of losing, (laughs) losing the sale are all like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Just like see it through. It's going to be okay. This is going to rebound. It's going to be a great year, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you don't know that you're just trying to get me to not cancel $200,000 of inventory from you. Like Mm -hmm. you have no idea. And then, so we were kind of pushing back. We were like, well, listen, I don't want to be in the situation where we book this inventory, bring this inventory in, season doesn't happen, you come collecting, looking for money in June, and I've got none. Yeah. See where I'm coming from? I don't want yeah. that situation. Don't send the bill collector, send a truck to haul the product back. Yeah. Because it's like, and we were pretty transparent with our suppliers. We we're just like, sure, you can send the product, but like if if we can't pay for it. There needs to be a plan. Like if you don't want to us to- chat about it. If you don't want us to cancel this inventory, you have to be, you have to have our backs. If this season doesn't happen, you have to be willing to take it back. You have to be willing to like extend the terms or something like you got to help us out here. I obviously can't take on a million and a half of stuff of inventory on account and then have no revenue to pay for it. Open two locations, just like get a new forklift. Then it's over. It's awful. Mm-hmm. So uh, most of them all of our, open. I would say all of our vendors were really good, right? They supported us. Was there anybody that you felt like didn't? You don't have to name them, but um, like, can you think of one? No. Like, everybody was very non-committal to say what the support would be, but they were like, just, we'll just, we'll figure it out, right? And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Are That's you going to remember made. this conversation, yeah. though, in three months from now? Like, can we I get this in like writing? Were, yeah. No, you can't get in writing. I felt like they were but, all going to be okay. And it, so anyways, 
So that alleviated some pressure, right? So it was stress, like, now we're not going to sell anything. It did a bit, yeah. And then to your point, I got myself into the... Then because of that, that Monday, that happened on a Monday, because I think Calgary got shut down on Saturday. Monday, the phone call came in, like, cancel the trucks. We sent out our emails probably Monday, same day Mm -hmm. or day after or whatever. And then I spent Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday waking up every morning in the news trying to find, like, looking at the COVID count, seeing, like, where's this thing headed? And just, like, freaking... Starting my day out, freaked out Mm -hmm. Uh every day. Showing up to work and be like, fuck, we're, like... We're screwed. How's this gonna? How's it gonna happen? We brought on. We're opening a second store. We're moving this store. We brought on extra uh, overhead and staffing in February, which we normally wouldn't bring them on that early, but we needed help to get stores ready, so we brought them on early, hoping for an early spring to kind of help pay those bills. We're basically Mm -hmm. paying people on like out of out of our credit lines, essentially floating employees until the revenue comes in, and now the revenue's not gonna come in. So I spent a pretty like pretty shitty three days in my own head because of the media and then and then realized this ain't gonna get us anywhere <laughs> like i came in with a pom-poms gloating it's like dude we just gloating like, about it and so we have two options we mm-hmm. either like we either be super shitty and and for sure fail or like let's see if we can't sell some decking yeah yeah and then maybe only half fail what are the odds <laughs> you were gonna sell nothing right that's, your, that's where the head was, though. Yeah, it was yeah. like it could. What if it's nothing? I feel like those words probably Nobody. came out of my knife. What if? Yeah. It, but what if it's nothing? But what if everybody is locked in their house and there's actually like restrictions on even leaving your house? Like yep. all these businesses were shut down. Mm-hmm. We were considered an <laughs> essential service for because we have building materials. Pretty debatable whether deck is essential service. We or kept not, that pretty quiet. Yeah, we didn't. We so we, we weren't ever pounding on our chest to close. Like, We're essential. Yeah. <laughs> you're not essential. But it's also like. Nobody's expecting you to be open, and nobody nobody's in the mood to go building decks right now. It's like it, wasn't, it just wasn't wasn't the time nor the yeah. place. Mm-hmm. So that all happened in spring, and then it was like, okay, you know what? This will be okay. The phone rang a couple of times. There was a few emails that came in. The odd person was looking at doing some stuff. Our contractors were still really quiet, and it was like, oh, this is not ideal. But we're so like we're so pot committed. We have to do this. So so we. So we just continued on and we like kind of drummed up some energy. We're like, this is going to work. It's going to be great. Yeah. I think that Friday was like, let's stop worrying about the worst case scenario and start thinking about like medium. Case. How can we make this work a little <laughs> bit? Like, let's go to medium case. What does this all mean? But there's so much uncertainty. So then, so it was like, okay, we're good. This is going to be great. And then winter wouldn't stop. Mm-hmm. Won't stop. What? Can't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> and it was like, F, like just warm up a little bit, right? Because I think we found out that people were willing to spend money because flooring sales were through the roof. Well, Kitchen we cabinets were through the roof. I don't know if that stuff is happening yet. Yeah. That stuff. Paint. Well, this is but now. We I've moved into April now. Oh, I see. Right? Because March, we were panicked. March, April, we were panicked, like, but it was okay, like we had no... If you, if you stayed out of the media and didn't listen to the world, which would be silly because that's what was happening out in the world... But if you were just to look at our books, like if that wasn't in the media and you just sat there and looked at our numbers, we would have been not in a panic situation at all. Correct. March isn't a big month for us. And it's it was the still same. too cold to build decks here for for the average GIY. It was actually up over last year. And March it was we like, had, we like had more sales in March. Like our typical low sales in March were just typically a little, like a little bit less low. Like we did a little bit more this March. And so it was like, really compared to the last year, March was like by the numbers was fine. Fine. It was just an average year. 
but you're in your head with like, mm-hmm. people aren't buying decks because they're going to die tomorrow in but their we house. We also weren't worrying about March. We were worrying about May and June. In, we were in March worrying about what's going to go on in May and June, yeah. April, May, June. And then April's, so, that, so then we tempered our expectations. Like, hold on. Like, we wouldn't be selling decks right now on yeah. a normal year. So yeah. what are we all worried about? If this thing doesn't take off in April, then we might be screwed. And then it didn't take off in April. <laughs> and it was scared. actually really, really bad in April. It was really bad in April. And then kind of got scared again. Because of winter. And the, we kept well, trying the to... the weather was just garbage. We kept trying to talk to each other to be like, it's just winter, man. It's just winter. Like, mm-hmm. it's minus 20 out right now. So I think one of the... Um, like, one of the revelations for you was you were in your backyard trying to fix up the Toya grid. Yeah. And you came to work Monday and you're like... Dude, I was in my backyard on the weekend, and it's awful out there. Like, nobody's building desks because it's still minus 10. Yeah, like, it blows I was my grumpy. hands. My wife, at this point, it was pr- becoming pretty clear that, you know, this was not going away in a couple weeks. It, you know, by April, it had already been kind of like... A month in. Yeah. Here, locked down for a few weeks, month or whatever, and it was like, it's not going away right away. Like, summer is probably going to be spent at your houses. So then my wife... And the parks were going to be closed and everything else. So then my wife was like, well, we need to do something in the backyard for the kids. If I'm going to be home all summer with the kids, we need something for them to do there. We can't go to the parks anymore. We can't because the playgrounds are shut down. And so she's like, we, you got to get out there and build some stuff. And then she's on my case every weekend. Can you go out there and can you build a sandbox? Can you build, set some swings? Can you do this stuff? And I was like, frick, yeah. Like, let me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyways, then I had heard it enough times. It's like. The 14th time, then I was like, oh, I guess it's time now. Fine. So I went outside, started disassembling my Toyo grid because that had to go. My things had to go to make room for the kids' things. And then just to rub it in a bit more, I was going to use the same materials for my things to build their things (laughs) just as a constant (laughs) reminder that I don't got my stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I have kids, they said. I'm taking this thing down in the backyard, like shivering, and be like, I'm grumpy with her because I'm like, why does this need to happen right now? They're not coming out here playing a freaking sandbox right now. It's mm-hmm. miserable out. Mm-hmm. I'm out here cold. Why can't I just do this next? Oh, everybody's thinking this. Oh, everybody's <laughs> thinking this. Everybody's thinking the same thing. I'm the only idiot out here doing this right now. Yeah. And so, then it, yeah, then it was like, call Wade. I think I called you from my backyard. I was like, dude, it's shitty out here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no shit. I know, but I'm outside right now trying to work in the backyard, and I'm like, I'm mad that I'm out here. I'm not having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I think that's what everybody else is doing too. <laughs> Nobody's wanting to start projects right now. It's too cold. Yeah, that that's, that could be it. So then we then there's this like boost of positivity. It's like, dude, it's not because of COVID. This thing isn't shut down because of this stupid pandemic. It's shut down because spring hasn't started yet. Yeah. Spring hasn't started. We didn't have the home show in the end of March. So there wasn't even a false sense of like spring mind share Let's that got ready, bought guys. by the advertising yeah. and the shows and everybody's like because when that show happens the city it's all over the radio it's on billboards whatever it's like spring's coming come down and to the spring show plan your projects everybody's talking not about it happening with their friends right they are you going to the home show this weekend and then you go to the home show you're like hey it was at the home show i saw this, the deck shop they did this new booth it's super cool yeah it's, it's just, like it just it like regardless of weather because there's been times at that show where people have stood outside in the snow and at the end of march mm-hmm. it, for, like it's not always spring weather mm-hmm. at that time Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, but the show just puts people in the mentality of it. Yep. And the, all the businesses that are there are like, okay, here we go. Spring's here, the season's going to start, and everybody just kind of gets primed a little bit for it. But that didn't happen this year. There's nothing in the media other than COVID talk. There was no home shows happening. The weather was still miserable right up to the third week in April. 
And so then all of a sudden we're like, hold on here. Like, it's just like every time we thought it's like, no, no, if we just wait till this time, then it doesn't happen. Then we're like, well, maybe it's going to come here. And yeah. it's like, so then we sat down with our employees at one point. We're like, listen, it's, this is not a, this is not a good situation. Our numbers are significantly down from where they were last April, but last April was nice out. Yep. But our numbers are significantly down. And if this trend continues, we're not going to be able to keep everybody on staff at full hours, full pay forever at this rate. But what they didn't know believe, was, yeah, what they didn't know is we meant like you got three weeks and there's <laughs> yeah. whole Tomorrow things we're over. Done. Yeah. But, uh, but the, the positivity we played back to them was like, but we honestly think that this season is going to happen. It just like, it's still crappy out. And in a couple of weeks when the weather warms up, we're confident that this season is going to kick off. So for the next couple of weeks, you know, if you don't need to be working 40 hours, if you can bank some time, if you can take a day off, if you could whatever, kind of help us control the payroll for a little bit until we can make sure this is happening, then great. And a couple of them were like, yeah, no problem. I, I'll, you know, I'll take a couple days off. That, like, really solidified for me that, like, that let me know that we had a good team in place yeah. going into the season because every one of them except one who was fired that day. <laughs> It was the kidding. next day. It was me. I was like, <laughs> screw you, Wade. I'm leaving. <laughs> Every one of them was like, yep, totally. I'll take, I'll bank time. I'll take partial pay. I'll like, I'll work extra. Well, it, and at that time, like, <laughs> one it of was them? great, but at the same time, it's like, what else are they going to do? Didn't one of People our employees? People were laid off left, right, and center at that time. Like, oh, yeah. literally, we were we were an anomaly. We weren't laying people off when everybody else was laying people off. I believe that one of our <laughs> employees said to us was like, I'm surprised it took this long to have this conversation. Yeah. I was like, I, I thought we would have been laid off a little bit sooner. Yeah. I was like, well, we yeah, can't. We can't lay you off. The stores aren't built. <laughs> like, yeah. We're an we, essential service. We have to get the stores open. We so. were yeah, we were, we were pulling, pulling money out of our coaches to make mm -hmm. payroll. Yep. Just like waiting and hopefully the season takes off. Anyway, sun comes out April 22nd. I don't even know what day it was. The Pretty close. Monday of like the, you could four, the start of the fourth week in April. Almost for sure. You could look at the computer. You'll know. It would be like zero zero yeah, zero 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 fourteen thousand. Yeah. 14, yeah. <laughs> and so just almost overnight, it warmed up and the first decent day happened and it hasn't. And then it was just on. Then the season started. It was just like there was a tape delay. And then yep. when it happened, it happened. And so then April overall was still crappy. Like our revenue was down significantly, like more than half down. Like we were down about 60%. We started off April for the first three weeks being down 90%. And then yep. that last eight days caught us back up to being only down 60%. So for that, that's still a kick in the teeth for that April. It was like, ugh. so qualified for, you know, a government grant, or a loan, I guess. Yep. And some of the assistance that was being provided qualified for that in April because we got our, we were kicked in the junk. Yep. Um, and it was like some payroll expenses that the government was covering. Yeah. So we took advantage of that. And then there was a loan that you could take for like a business and then pay 75% of it back. And so we did that. <laughs> Eric Terriers has so socialist of you guys. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. We went full commie for her that week. Is like, take what we can get. We paid into this system enough. It's time to get paid back. Let's go. I think he was talking about how we kept the employees on. Oh, maybe. I thought he was talking about no, no, no. taking the government handouts. No, 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 no. I think he was referring to the, yeah. So well, he's laughing pretty hard though. So, but anyway, we, so it, whatever, the season starts end of April, early May and it, and it, takes off absolutely no consideration 
was given by us to the fact that every single plant that manufactures everything had been shut down. We just started. We were so happy that we were able to sell stuff. So to roll this back a little bit, we didn't cancel anything. We canceled nothing. We, we had those conversations. We had some emails. We were scared shitless about what might be happening. And in the end, we're like, okay, we delayed. we'll deal with it when we get there. Nah, like, I guess that's not totally true. We had planned to order two trucks from the one company and then ended up scaling it back to one and then scaled it back to three Yeah, quarters. well, the truck that we had, the, the full truck canceled, we can't like, obviously take that, that one, obviously. Yep. We wouldn't have never ordered two trucks ourselves. One was for us, one was for them. Yep. Anyways, so, so that company And then we really, back. really delayed that too. We ended up taking yeah. that back. Yeah. Anyways, so we made like just minor tweaks. We tweaked a cable rail, like our Feeney order. We tweaked it down a little bit, but not significant. A couple and, thousand dollars. That was yeah. the only, yeah, only thing we really did. And then everything else was left alone. And in hindsight. Should have bought more. That was really good that we didn't cancel any of that stuff. We would have been in a whole other world of hurt had we canceled any of the major stuff. Remember so the decking. May takes off, goes like straight freaking banana land everybody and their dog and their dogs puppies and their puppies fleas and everything that could walk through the door came through the door and it was as fast as you could talk to people and pull quotes because everybody was at home and they weren't going on holidays and they were like they're tired of their deck and their fence and their and it was like so all the speculation all the speculation that we had came true thankfully the weather thing is like when we finally got into that it's like maybe once it oh redo our video here um maybe once uh whoops maybe once we get the weather warmed up it'll get busier and the weather warmed up and it got busier and then we also had some conversations with uh like i know i was on the phone a few times with sean from the rusty shovel because we're in this thing like pseudo same thing our seasons are the same it's the same type of renovation project that's happening for them versus us. They happen mm-hmm. together, one, whatever. Very, very similar businesses, same sizes, same scale. Um, so it was good to be like, have somebody reach out to and be like, dude, are you like, you running the tub right now too? Or, or like, yeah. and, and he was kind of maybe a little bit ahead of where we were as far as looking for the optimism. Cause I remember having a conversation with him and him saying like, I listen, I don't, I think this this may turn out okay, and here's why. And it was like basically like, okay, there's a lot of people being sent home. This is a government town. There's a lot of people with crown employed jobs or like large corporate jobs in this city. Very safe, unionized incomes. He's like, there's going to be a lot of people that are sent home to work from home or just sent home, but not taking any sort of pay cut or pay pause or anything. They're still getting paid. Mm -hmm. And now you've got the government releasing these assistance programs. They're going to get a few extra dollars from that. They're home now. Daycare shut down. They're not paying for the daycare. All of a sudden, they're in a position where they're home and they have time and money. Yep. And people might actually do projects they didn't plan to do this year. They might actually, that might actually happen. And I was like, that's a great point. There is a lot of people that would have jobs that are like my wife works at Sastel. A lot of those people are sent home. They're still getting paid. They're at home like working. (laughs) <laughs> like, whatever oh. they might be doing. My wife's on mat leave. I wasn't a dig at her, but I'm just saying, like, you're not as productive at home. Like, oh, yeah. Well, and just from a corporate job. So, like, yeah. how, like, how about just even the travel time? That's yeah. a, you're an hour a day extra to yeah. work in your yard. It doesn't, you don't have to be in your yard working in the afternoon, but you could, you could throw down a dozen deck boards at lunchtime because 
you have a half an hour off, so you eat and then put down a few boards and back inside. You don't have to drive across town for 20 minutes, eat, turn yeah. around, drive back. So even if they're, even if you can just chisel out that extra hour and a half a day that you didn't have, right? Yep. So, so it turns out that some of that stuff played through. I don't know if it was because they were, you know, if it, it, the reason was exactly the same, but the point being like people ended up having some money from somewhere and it ended up having time and the DIY market took off this year. People were in to do their rental. You and I will find this hard to believe, but people save money. And then they were planning on going on family holidays. And so they probably had saved some cash to do that. We're not the strongest of savers. Spent (laughs) spent my holiday last year, not (laughs) on a holiday. But no, so anyway, so May comes around. May ends up being, like it starts off strong and ends up being by just a hair, by about 1% better than our last May, which was our best month we've ever had. Yep. So technically May ends up being our, by 1%, our best month we've ever had at the store. And I'm just, we're just talking about the Regina location. Saskatoon wasn't even open. It didn't open until April 27th. We sold more fence boards in May than we did last year. It was, it was silly Yeah. what happened. So that should have pressure off. That should have triggered something happened. for us. Employees all still here. Hire more now. Hire more. Um, but the season kicks off and it hasn't, we haven't looked back since. And so then you're kind of wondering, it's like, how long is this continu- going to continue? How do we even forecast what we're going to do here? And all, everything's good for a while. What wasn't good was like, because we got our lumber trucks in, we got our trucks truck in, we got our timber tech truck in, we didn't get our fiber and stuff in. We didn't get our timber tech truck. Was that delayed too? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got some stuff early, some stuff not. So in hindsight, great that we didn't cancel the stuff because we got a lot of things in. I guess, yeah, maybe Timbertech and Fibron. Some things were delayed. We weren't getting them. And then within May, as we're starting to make phone calls because we're selling stuff and now we need the stuff. And it's like making phone calls to our distributor and be like, hey, when's that truck coming? Oh, I don't know. It's like whatever. And it's like, what is going on here? Why are we not? Where's the stuff? And then it turns out like the phone calls we made to these people spooked them because they were probably getting them from everybody. Mm-hmm. into canceling the orders they didn't want us to cancel. <laughs> they didn't. like. Yeah, they didn't take their own advice. Right. So we were like, okay, sounds good. We'll see it through. We'll keep the order there. And then they didn't keep the, their orders with Fibron or with whoever, yeah. with a manufacturer. And so now, like, <laughs> now they've so, got no product to give us. And we're, we're selling stuff left, right, and center. And we're calling. We're like, hey, we need this. We need this. Where is it? Ah, sorry. We're like, the plant's behind, blah, blah. It's like, well, what happened to the... Why are you, well, it's plants, May, why are you out of inventory? That's why you prepay for all this. Well, yeah. the plant was, the plant's out of inventory because it closed for a month. Mm-hmm. Can't have a gathering more than five people. So no, like, so the plants are closed. Nobody's making anything. Yeah. So, and that's what we're running into now. That's what everybody on this continent is running into now is with the lumber shortage because the mills were shut down. And so you went from in March thinking, this season's not going to happen. Not just us, the industry being like, this is not good for this industry right now. Like this is going to be a bad I remember year. like with Simcoe, I remember chatting with Simcoe and, and Eric, like, what are you guys going to do? They, like, I don't know. We're they not. had full construction shutdowns. Yes. They yeah, were some places they weren't even allowed to yeah. go to a backyard. So how are you going to sell stuff that? And that was never the case here. Well, I don't know. There was never a formal one here, but like the contractors were not working building decks until May. And even then, it was like a slow start into May. So that didn't happen. But so in March, like everybody gets, everybody gets shut down, mills included. 
-hmm. Like nobody's logging, nobody's milling, nobody's treating, nobody's shipping. So the whole thing's right to to a halt. They got all these orders that are maybe still in for the lumber at least that are backlogged. And now all of a sudden people start coming back to work in May a little bit here. Things are opening slowly. So like yep. productions, who knows, right? 20% of what it should be, 50%. It's like never getting up to capacity at the same time as the year starts to really take off. And now all of a sudden the rental market is up over what they expected it to be. And it, Somebody but it told stopped. me that Home Depot was up 400% in May. What? I know. Somebody said that. I never fact checked that. I never looked at it. I didn't, but like even, even for the idea of like 100% up is straight crazy, right? Yeah. 40, 40, 40% 40 is is wild. But so then what do you do now? Like if you think about being a a local lumberyard and you're trying to compete with Home Depot and Lowe's and so those guys are their stuff is going through the roof and our stuff is going through the roof. And it's like, I cannot imagine being a vendor trying to like, just answer the phone call from us, Lowe's competitor lumber yards, big, like big supply chains, you know, like uh, the lumber yard company in Manitoba has got 19 stores. Imagine that purchaser phoning. You know what I mean? It's like the, yeah. like, do you remember that? Q&A question from Instagram. You got 95 boards left. Yeah. Who do you sell them to? Who do you sell them to? Auction. Right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what was happening with you guys. It absolutely And that's was. where the base of that question was. Like everybody was experiencing shortages at that time already. We we were, we came through it like relatively unscathed compared to some. Like we've seen tons and tons of people um, showing pictures of Home Depot in Atlanta or wherever. And the, the lumber aisles are empty. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Our yard is decently full of lumber. We've been able to trickle it in, but we're out of certain select things. Like right now we're super low on two by eight. And it's like, that's not a good one to be out of. Um, So there's some SKUs that we're out of. There's some SKUs that we have lots of. And so we're we're able to kind of sneak by here. But anyway, at the start of the year, we had some stuff. We got our lumber trucks. That was a good news story. We had lumber longer than most guys because we booked more at the start of the year and and kept our orders. And so we were in a good position with lumber for a while. Mm -hmm. And even with treks, we had... Like, no issues with treks early on. Taga this year had stocked up over the winter. Yeah. So they had a lot of stuff in the ground. Didn't see any troubles with them until about Recently. six weeks ago. Yeah. Um, now we're seeing major issues from TimberTech. TimberTech's not producing some of their lines right now. Or, or maybe I shouldn't say not producing. Not available in Canada. Isn't shipping. Mm. So we've been told, like, there's some colors. Just, like, don't. Don't bother just ordering don't them. Yeah. Uh, Fibron has shut down their fascia and riser board production. They have basically said, like... We had to convert those machines over to running deck boards to try to catch up on deck boards. People can do their facial later. Um, so that's happened. There's just like now everybody is in this impossible catch up game and they're like, they're so far behind. It's like, it's a speck to them up in the distance. Like they're not, nobody's catching up this year. That's not happening. Nope. Mm-hmm. We've been told from our lumber suppliers, like it's an all year thing. This struggle to get lumber is going to be all year and maybe then some. And expect to see major price increases yeah. at the Fun beginning fact, of Fun fact, you're going to take a 26% increase in your lumber across the board. It's like, oh boy, oh boy, that is not ideal. But yeah, what do you do? Like you can sell steel. You could. You could sell steel. <laughs> right. Uh, Alan Herr just in the Instagram says, I'm late, but I just paid double for my lumber compared to my estimate last year. Yeah. yeah, and then again it says lumber came from uh, the lumberyard slash contractor, not Home Depot. It must be the 
homeowner that's paid a contractor maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. Good thing you bought it now because it'd be triple this fall. In some markets, we haven't been hit this hard on that, but I know in some markets I've heard that like lumber's double. Guys are asking. Depends on where you're buying it from, first of all, too, because I feel like some of these stories where it's like it's double or three times, it's the yard taking advantage of a shortage in theirs. It's like Mm -hmm. what we have, we're going to make bank on. Um, But there is major price increases coming down the line as well. It hasn't been anywhere near that much yet, but um, we've seen uh, about a, on average, 10 to 11% price increase come in about a month ago. And then just a couple weeks ago, had another one come in that was like 25 to 30%. On top? On mm-hmm. like so like overnight. 40%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On top of, yeah. Holy smokes. From and so now you're talking that, yeah, lumber's up like 40, 45% from where it was. And some SKUs are worse. Some are a little bit better. But um, thankfully, we still have, we ordered a bunch more lumber in the middle of the year. Knowing it's like, oh yeah, the, you, it's happening. The year's happening. Ordered more lumber to old price. So we're like, we haven't had to raise our prices that 40% yet. We did do about a 10% increase, but we're thankfully got some to burn through before we have to do it. But that's a, that's it's, a big increase. It's mm-hmm. coming. Like it's coming to everybody. And so I'll believe it when I see it. I think if that lumber lands in our supplier and they go to send it out to us and they're like, yeah, no, it turns out we're not actually holding that 10%. Like it's 40 because they could sell it. Like when it lands in their yard, somebody else is out of material, they could sell that for 40% more. So I'll believe it when I see it. Much like yours. But they've probably got, like they probably have that pricing from the mill as well. Like they are locked in at that price from the mill. Therefore, they're passing our locked in price to us. It's like on the new stuff. We'll see. Like we mm-hmm. had to buy some six by six recently because some guy came in and cleared us out of the six by six, took the lifts that we had. Yeah. And so that's the only item we've had to buy at the new, new price <laughs> now. But thankfully, some of the posts and whatnot didn't go up as much. The six by six, I think, went up six percent last time, not the twenty-five to thirty. It's two by tens, two by twelves, two by eights. That's right. going to high demand. Jump, yeah, yeah. Fence boards, two by four, eight footers, four by four, ten footers. Uh, Precision Construction yeah. says distributor here told me their treated went up thirty percent with another thirty percent hike coming in September, and they are projecting being sold out in mid mid August. Yep. So very similar story here. Yeah. We're just saying it's gone up. We've already seen about a 10 or 11% increase. We're seeing another 25 to 30 increase. And then we've been told this is going to continue to happen each month. So it's August 1st today. There may be another price list. It's been like the first week of each month. There's been a new price come in. So we might see an adjustment again. Yeah. I know in other markets, I talked to uh, Colin from Windsor Plywood in, in near Edmonton. And he basically said the when we had our first 10 or 11% increase, theirs was 25% then back mm. then, wherever they're getting their lumber from. Right. So regardless of where you are, there's some big price increases coming through our lumber. It's shortages everywhere. Um, so if you've been, I know so some then, people are reaching out to us and saying like, is this real? Like my lumber is telling me they can't get lumber. It's like, no, no, it's, it's real. <laughs> it's mm. like, so does, does your lumber supplier allow you to purchase like at a good price, like for a large amount of stock or are they capping everybody? I don't know that there's like, do you mean, are there volume discounts? Is that what you're asking? No, 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 no. Like, so if you you think it's going to go up 30% September, mm-hmm. like order a little extra at this lower price so now. So by the time you hear it's gone up, it's they won't take your orders anymore. Yeah, oh, okay. if that's what you're asking. So yeah. the last price increase that went up, I had, like I said, we had a couple of trucks in the queue of lumber. But when, when my rep came, called me and was like, heads up, I'm working on new price increases by the end of the day. My first question was, if I get you a PO before the end of the day. Yeah. And he said, I just won't take it. So it's like, by the time they decided they were working on new pricing and communicated that it was over mm-hmm. at that, pr- at the former price. 
And then I clarified, I was like, so the trucks that I have on order, he's like, the trucks you have on order are locked in at the price that they were when you, when you bought them. I was like, okay, good. And so, <clears throat> yeah, you can't, they don't let you sneak them in before it happens. It's like when right. it's about to happen, it's already too late. Do you think it's causing like a scare among lumber yards to like buy it now at like August prices because September prices are going to go through the roof. Maybe like that's the narrative, right? Is it's going to keep going up every month. So now it's like, well, shoot, do I buy more? But we're also getting to the back half of the season where guys Mm -hmm. aren't going to want to load up a whole bunch on stuff right now, especially when it's unpredictable as to when it's going to come. Oh yeah, hey. right. Like we don't. We've still got. POs. Like it might take six weeks. Comes in February. <laughs> well, it might, it our might POs from eight. June aren't filled yet, right? So uh. we're waiting on June lumber to come. Who knows? Trickle in through August and maybe September. So if you order something now, yeah. you may not see it till November. October, November, and by then it's like, well, it's over. We certainly <laughs> don't need a truckload of lumber in November. Well, keep warm, you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. So. so that's the story on lumber. It's like the price increases, at least in our case, it's we're we're actually being pretty conservative with the price increases. We're not pushing it up until we absolutely have to. And it sounds like some yards are like... That's not a unanimous decision. I think we should be pushing it through the roof. <laughs> mm. yep. Some yards are obviously <laughs> probably just... I think we should offer more, more like now. banks and we should try to make as much money as we can. But anyways. Yeah, I'm not opposed to the auction. Put a auction. Lift, lift yeah. a two by tens in the parking lot and auction it off. Anyways, but anyway, so now the trick is managing customers, yeah. contractors and customers. So everybody's pissed. Everybody's running hot. Their stuff is late. They wanted their deck done. They, they can't go on a holiday. They're grumpy that their summer sort of sucks, but they thought they were going to get a deck and now they can't get a deck. Then they're pissed and they come see the people that won't give them the product. And that's Shane. Shane won't give them the product. <laughs> And so he's like, we just get lit up on the daily right now. From yeah, a lot of, a lot of people something. are super understanding of it. And a lot of people are unaware of what's going on or something, or maybe they don't care. It's just like, you're the face in front of them. So it's your fault that mm-hmm. there's no more trees being cut down right now. And so whatever it is, what it is. Some people were trying to manage expectations the best we can, but we can't like on a normal year, all people want is communication and to know what's up. And that's what's so frustrating about this year. This year is that there that there is no answer for you. Mm-hmm. I can't. There's nobody I can phone to get an answer for you because they don't have the answer for me. Yeah. And it's because who they phone doesn't have an answer for them. Nobody knows. Like when are we? Well, when are you going to get the two by eight by twelves? I wish I knew. Right. Trust me, I care more about when I'm going to get two by eight by twelves than you do. You are inconvenienced because you can't build your project for a couple of weeks. I. Lose my house oh, exactly. if I don't get 2x12s. So trust me when I say that it matters to me when the 2x8x12s are coming, but I can't get the answer for you. I can phone my guy, and he'll be like, I, like, I, I can't tell you, man. You, you'll, they'll be there when they be there. He's in the exact same position as you. <laughs> he is. Because he phones a treatment plant. He's like, when are you going to send me 2x8s? And they're like, call the mill. Find out when I'm going to get the 2x8s to treat them. Call the mill. When are you going to get 2x8s? Like, you tell me when the lumber truck rolls in with logs that we can cut 2x8s. Like, Nobody knows. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. And then you ask the tree, and the tree just stands there like an idiot, won't say anything. Silent. Cut yourself down. <laughs> <laughs> You're useless. Get moving. So, so anyways, that's, that's the story. Tough. And then, and like, like we said, there's shortages. Right now, now everybody, like, we were okay with treks early in the year. It's not anymore. You order something, it's like, when is it going to come? Who knows? Could be two weeks, could be two months. We don't know. Like, we have trucks in the queue from treks. They're running stuff as fast as they can, but they've got... Sh- 
going every down every highway. Mm-hmm. The logistics entire industry has taken advantage of this as well, and prices are jacked way up on shipping stuff anywhere. And so that's causing problems too. And they're just not available. There's more stuff being shipped everywhere now. So the trucks aren't available. Therefore, the price has gone up. It's just like it's a myriad of things. Everything we order right now, a select couple things come in on time, still normal. But it's the stuff that's like, like the decal skirting still seems to come in in really reasonable time. But it's like no two by eights to nail it to though. Yeah, can't no lumber. <laughs> yeah, no lumber to frame it out. Uh, Simpson yeah. hangers. It's usually super reliable. Order your stuff. You get it all in a week. Now it's like order your stuff, get 30% of your order in a couple weeks or three weeks, and then maybe 30 more percent of it a couple weeks after that, and then like some outstanding back orders that you're not sure when you'll see. It's just like those are pretty important parts. Yeah, you need those. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, it's tough, but I think at the end of the day, it all ends up being a good news story for us. Um we were both pretty sure that we were going to go broke and lose our houses at the start of the year. Like I, I believe that that, like I know that I had those conversations. I was like, what are we going to do? And it's like, are we going to lose it? It was like, I don't know. I think there's like this glitch where it's a corporation. And so they should just go after the corporation. <laughs> like we should be able to keep the house. But, and now it's the opposite. Now we're like record May, record June, record July. Yeah. May was our biggest month ever by about 1%. June beat May by about 10% and July, sorry, June beat May by about 10%. Mm-hmm. July beat June. I haven't looked at the actual numbers yet by about 15%-ish. July saved April. July, July made up April. for April. For sure. And so we're like year over year, we're in a good spot now. It was just like, it, it wasn't done as evenly. It wasn't as even keel. Mm-hmm. So like we're caught up now. It's like we have fought off the covid uh, on a business side of things. So, yeah. And so now it's like, well, who what knows what August now? has to say, but we'll see. Like, ho- hopefully, August is strong as well. And they now can, we're getting close to where it's like, okay, well, October's orders. getting close. Yeah. Sometimes we get snow in August, sometimes we don't. Let's really hope that we don't because there's an opportunity to keep selling stuff here. We did take a heavy position on inventory at the start of the year, as it turns out. And then, of course, when things are skinny, it's like, okay, well, put me in for another truck. I'll decide later if I actually want to accept it or not, but I like order it because you got to get in the queue mm-hmm. right now. Right. Like we have a truckload of treks that we've been waiting on for probably damn near two months now. And yep. it's like, we got in the queue back then and I don't know where we are in the queue now. There's nobody that you can't phone and be like, when's that truck coming? Because your queue is against all of North America. Right. And we don't have quite the clout that like stores that have 30, like lumber yards that have 30 stores. Right. We, like we don't quite fit there. Just start ripping them on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody even use Twitter? Americans. Oh, yeah. Anyways, it's just like, it's something else. It's uh, it's strange. And Timber Tech Garrett says, April 2021 will be your biggest April ever. So he's likely not wrong in that. I don't so think last this year's is April was Last year's April was big, but it, it, it's all, it depends on the weather. If the weather's good, I, yeah very big chance of that it just like we'll, we'll actually be able to have inventory because i think all of these guys all of the manufacturers are going to stock the coffers all winter mm-hmm. because i i think there's a really good chance that we go through a summer much like the one we're just going through right now i think the renovations will still continue i i COVID's think it'll be still going to be a covid still going to be a thing it'll be hopefully kind of like wrapping up you know what i mean like we'll either have some sort of vaccine for it or 
next, some sort of treatment. Next or? March might be the, like, if you get home shows next March, <laughs> what does that do, right? The other, yeah, who knows if we will. So that'll help Saskatoon a lot. Yeah. Um, the other thing that people have said or talked about is that maybe there's a, there's a lull. So you do a two hour episode on steel framing. And then after that, it's like, well, now what? Let's just ramble for an hour and a half. So next year, there could be a bunch of people that have already, they were planning on doing the deck 2021. They just bumped it to 2020 and got it done because they're like, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so there may have been a bunch of projects that were ex accelerated and we end up with kind of a lull after. And, so and that, there's another, that's scary too. The other angle to look at it is there might be a bunch of people that are now stuck at home, not traveling or looking at their backyard and being like, I really want to do it, but I don't have the money yet. So they start saving this year yep. Yep. to do it next year. And so there's like this, the, the after effect of like, you're the getting all the people now expense. that can afford to do it while they're at home now. Cause yep. they appreciate the backyard and it's mm -hmm. a bunch of other people are like, I know now that I really want to do a nice deck in my backyard, but like, I don't have the money right this second yep. or they're still laid off. Like not yep. everybody's back to work. Yeah. A lot of people are still out of work or have been laid off or their businesses are closed whatever. And so maybe they, they rebound next year and start yep. doing stuff. But yeah. Um, anyways, we got some comments here. AZ dash as their president uses Twitter. Oh yeah, that's true. He does. Um, April 21 <laughs> will be your biggest April ever. Our, uh, guy, our guy doesn't answer anything right now on any platform. Kevin from NFDI says, I think the punchline is there's a third location opening. <laughs> 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 no. Not this winter. <laughs> uh, I'm not doing anything shit to this do winter. this winter. I need a break. Uh, LED light guy says, I agree, Garrett. I think 2021 will destroy 2020. Um... Precision says, with any luck, the delays in product will trigger people buying their spring projects over the winter. Boy, that would be that would be, be really crazy. Nice. That'd, That'd be, be nice. a good thing if that happened. I sure. hope he's right on that. Uh, Timber Tech Garrett says, "Boy, they got fired up here. I don't know what you said, but all of a sudden they're all alive in here." I do uh, that to people. <clears throat> Timber Tech, uh, sorry, international travel will still be closed in 2021. Everyone is still stuck at home for vacations. So that's good. And uh, a late entry into the naming game of the Edmonton Track Saws. I like that. <laughs> and what's what's uh, per episode? Track Saws need uh, to get brought has up. to happen. We had a message from uh, Vinyl Guys. He sent us an audio message through Instagram yesterday, just a private <laughs> one. And I had commented on him yesterday because he's grown a, a, like a wicked stash right now. And, he's, and he had his shades on yesterday and the hard hat, and he just looked like a straight boss. And so I sent a message, and I just I said exactly that. I was like, straight effing boss mode without like a stash and everything. And he replied back, and I don't know if it was related to that, but he replied back with a message that was like... No, no, he replied was like... Yeah, that's how everybody takes me seriously. And then I commented, was like, yeah, did you at least show up in a panel van? Because oh, yeah, I yeah. don't think that the mustache looks like a straight boss. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> straight, look like a straight something else. Yeah, the pedo. Start calling him Epstein. <laughs> um, so, so he replied back with an audio message that was like, I can't be a pan uh, stand in a van or a chuck in a truck because we have track saws. And if you have a track saw, you can't be, by definition, a chuck in the truck. Only, and it's like this rant about like track saws and how that disqualifies you from being a chuck in the truck. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. Or stand in a van. So. Uh, Seuss Out Delivering says, I have a couple of potential clients wanting to do it right next year. And New England Perfect. Deck Pro says, Edmonton track saws straight to the cup. So with a name like that, you can't lose. Mm hmm. If there's a season, which there isn't. Not. There's no season this year, right? 
Well, they delayed it again. Oh, I thought they should. It was like it the deadline was Why like a couple weeks ago, and then they, they missed it. And then the deadline was yesterday. Cut it. Just it was like they had to have some sort of like financial plan in place with the CFLPA. And and yesterday, as of yesterday, the government said like, "Oh, sure, we'll give you a loan with super high interest." And it's like so now the CFL is going through the legal process to change their name to Bombardier, so they can just get bailed out and not have to pay anything back. <laughs> Not the worst plan. So they've delayed again, being like, okay, well, we still need some time to figure. It's like, just cancel the season. Already. Cancel the season. Uh, maybe a bunch of the players are worried that if they take a year off, they won't be able to play again. Like, they'll be done. So I ran into a buddy of mine yeah. to play hockey with, and he's in the he's in the twilight years of his adult save. He was like, if I take this year off, if I don't go back, it's it's over for me. I'm done. It's funny. I walked into the storage room yesterday and I saw my gear on the ground and was like, I don't know that I want to play this year. Just because I, I don't know that I'll play. Not that I'm concerned about COVID at all. doesn't bother me. Not even a little bit. I just, I don't want to deal with all of the shit that's yeah. involved. I just want to go it. enjoy playing hockey mm-hmm. and not have to have it be so You're only allowed to have three people the in the room and you're like, yeah. I play hockey to shower with the boys. And it's like, they're going to shut that off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's just gonna it's gonna be not the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's gonna be like no rafts and it's gonna turn into a full yeah, full I agree. Rack. It sounds like, like it just, they're taking all the fun out of it this year. And I'm the same way. I wrecked my knee this year. I don't I don't even know how it'd feel to skate right now. And if I don't play this year, it's like by the time next year rolls around, I'm forty and bum knee and I'm no good anyway. So who's missing what? No yeah. like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it might be the end. Maybe yeah. we should just get Big a couple retirement of, came out. Get a couple of handguns and just spend our time inside at a shooting range. Shoot stuff. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh holy smokes, they're still piling up the comments here. Um You're gonna have to edit this thing down. We're it's pushing. Like hour twenty minutes. It's like <laughs> now our new podcast length is two hours. Simcoe says they're booking twenty 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 one projects already, which he finds crazy. Um How do you hold them at that price though? God. You can't. You can't. You have to write it. There, there has to be a clause like, in there. Because lumber, who knows what lumber is going to do next year? It could drop back. It won't. If they catch up over the winter or it's not. or it could just continue. Yep. It's not going down. And if it continues, then by next April, you're for sure cheaper to just you do, flip to them do steel, to steel framing. Yep. And like Simcoe's, he's he's pushing down that path anyway. He might be telling people like by next year it's it could steal. So book so with steel. He might be able to book in at steel right now. Yeah. Quigley says not sure what people's take is on this. The trees are still growing, and when the mills open back to full capacity, there will be a surplus of lumber. Yeah. And that could happen too. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It would it would have to take the market to dive off trail off somewhere for them to catch up and then surpass what their their demand is right now. Right. Yep. Uh, and that's not what people are thinking is going to happen. So who knows? Yeah. Um, precision uh, steel frames. Yep. Um, Simcoe, we're looking at switching remaining 2020 projects to steel if I can make it work with the cost. So there you go. Happening already. I think you should hit up your like if you're going to switch to steel. I think you should hit up the fortress wraps or the tracks wraps and ask for like a little bit of assistance on some tools too. Like I know that I can promise you. That of anybody, Simcoe has done that. Yeah? The reps are probably blocking his phone number at this point. (laughs) He's not the worst guy I've seen on Instagram for trying (laughs) to get free stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. (laughs) 
So anyway, that's, it's not a terrible idea. If you could do like, if you could squeeze in one steel project this year to get your learning out of the way and like yeah. just finish a year off, maybe you have to eat a little bit to learn the system, but then you hit the ground running next year with it with, you know, now you've picked up the tools and the experience and whatever else it's like not so foreign to you and you can just start next year yep. running full charge of it. I think that's a great plan. Yep. Uh, Fortress had some incentives out yeah, there for, for switching to steel. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, forecasting, who knows what's going on? I don't know how this is going to go in the fall. Hopefully we can maintain some of our like. And we just had this conversation on Tuesday with our managers meeting to be like, how do we forecast for 2021? How do you do your purchasing for 2021? What's because we've played out these scenarios. Like it could be a dip, could be a lull year. It could be, it could be steady. It could be even busier. Like literally all three options are at play here. So how do you plan for it? Yeah. Plus then we've also got the second store, which just by very virtue of its age will grow in some capacity. But yeah. is that like, is that 30%? Is it 100%? Is it 200%? Like is it boosted by this thing that's going on? Like what? How, so good luck. Thanks. Yeah. What I do think will be good for us is that if Regina does dip, I, like who knows? My vote is that we we purchase sort of the same, we plan for the same kind of growth because if Regina does take a lull, I, I'm pretty sure that Saskatoon is going to grow enough that it might pick up that capacity. So same as how we did this year was like, who knows how busy Saskatoon is going to be, but Regina is going to grow. And so it can take on some extra load. And yeah, I don't we think were, we were too off on Saskatoon expecting what we were expecting from it. And then I think considering what happened this year, I, I also think that where it's ended up is not super surprising either. Like yeah. I think it's, I think we, I think our goal of kind of doing Regina year two numbers is probably an accurate one. Had the year not fall, fell apart at the start of the year, I yeah. think that's probably what would have happened or very close to it. Yeah. So, so stay the course, people. We're really good at this forecasting stuff. I predict that we'll run episode next, 90 next week. That'll happen. You should start thinking of your intro right now. No. Blow it. No. Oh, Hillary. Thinking about my ad. Like that. <laughs> my outro. <laughs> Smokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Uh, Scott says when the ultimate deck shop steel framing instructional series drops, there'll be lots of interest in steel. Yes, sir. Uh, Simcoe decks called every steel fabricator and supplier as well. Plus talking with engineers and he's meeting with Bailey next week and he's talked to them all. See, <laughs> if there's anybody that's talked to him, it's, it's uh, Mike. Uh, that's it. That's it for the comments. Cutting it off there. Had a fairly good sized audience in spite of, that being just like a non-directional like rambling of how the year has gone for us so far. So yeah. Did anybody know? Do you want to recap it in case somebody fell asleep? By the way, July, (laughs) just, just for some positivity out there, July was our biggest month ever by quite, if like you don't compare this year's numbers, like over our previous year's biggest month, way up Mm -hmm. like 30 to 40% over our previous biggest month. Which is shocking because we were spent the whole month trying to get product. Yeah. So, pretty wild. We weren't expecting that. We thought, like, we were hoping to hit this one target in July, which would have made it, like, our biggest July ever. And then we actually, two-thirds of the way through, like, we might smash that and end up at this next target. And it's like, then we then we hit that and almost <laughs> ended up at one that we hadn't even considered yeah. hitting. So, it was a great, uh, great month. Yeah. Anyway, that's the state of the industry as we see it from a dealer's perspective. So, what you got? That thing's really going off out there. Yeah, but they might need some help downstairs. Sounds like, Sounds like uh, August is starting like <laughs> July ended. So, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, everybody. Head to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. 
posting lots of stuff there. So check it out. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Ultimate Deck Podcast. Brought to you by the Ultimate Deck Shop. Shop with us at www.ultimatedeckshop.com or check us out at all the social networks we can keep up with. Hit us up for any collaboration or sponsorship opportunities. Thanks for listening.